What is up, team? Welcome back to the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. I'm Pat Kane. St. John's just got a 93 to 79 win over Florida State. Finish up the other conference schedule. And uh, just like Santa Claus, the big boys are coming to town now. We got Villanova on deck and the rest of the Big East slate. Sands DePaul at home, probably the second easiest game of the schedule still to come. So, you know, the cupcakes are in the garbage. We're 10 and 1, mission accomplished, you know, close to 100% of the way. An Iowa State loss on the road, although perhaps expected still, an opportunity squandered. And we are left with a 10 and 1 record, 9 and 1 out of conference. Uh, no real big wins, but no losses. Um, I said on uh, Dave's podcast, I'm the Storm podcast, that, you know, the really two ways you can move your net number drastically are by quad one wins and quad four losses. And we have neither. So, uh, you know, at least we avoided tonight a quad four loss against Florida State. You couldn't see that one coming before the season. A team that's consistently good, consistently a contender in the ACC. I always have, uh, you know, an NBA prospect or two and legitimately the biggest team in all of college basketball, maybe aside from Purdue these past five to 10 years. Uh, they've had some injury issues, some other problems. I think I uh, had a player suspended and they just have struggled for this year, but they have taken Purdue and Virginia to top five teams down to the wire um, and a team that's much more capable than their three and whatever record would lead you to believe. Uh, tonight, St. John's came out. Um, with a, a beautiful offensive first half, I thought. For the most part, we were really under control. We had 48 first half points. We're up by 11 going into the break. Uh, shared the ball well. I thought Jones was really under control, both attacking for himself to finish and had a few drives and dishes as well. Um, tonight he was, you know, a, a, a nice a nice off offensive piece, I thought. He didn't dominate the ball. He was assertive. He took advantage of his opportunities, and he had very few uh, mental mistakes, I thought. Um, and as a team in the first half, I thought it was maybe our best offensive half we'd seen. Soriano continues to look increasingly more comfortable in the post and drawing attention and finishing for himself. Tonight he was great at the free throw line, uh, had 10 makes at the line to go along with 23 points and 12 rebounds, another monster game. Um, Curbelo in the first half, I thought, played an amazing floor game. A couple passes to the guys in the corner. Uh, were just incredible. We had a look away pass where he looked like he was going to try to feed uh, Soriano the ball in the post, drew the attention of two defenders and found Store in the corner for a three that he buried. We had a couple of the ones that were just as equally as, as impressive and uh, a great overall game. I thought from him besides a five to six minute stretch in the second half where it looked like he was uninterested and we saw some, you know, egregiously uh, lackadaisical plays um, and it played a big part in Florida State's ability to uh, shrink that lead and make it a game for a couple minutes there in the second half. Uh, aside from those mistakes, I thought that Curbelo, you know, played a big role and negatively uh, Florida State had too many open looks from three. I can see the game plan coming into the game was to, you know, make them uh, beat you where they don't want to beat you. I'm sorry, take away what they're good at and they, they are a team that likes to attack inside. So I can see the game plan wasn't um, you know, to shut them off completely from the perimeter. But once they get going like that, especially from those two guys, they were they're good shooters. We were allowing uh, them to get much too comfortable. And if they get comfortable from wide open looks, then the not so open looks uh, look increasingly easy for them on, on their side. Uh, it's a snowball effect there. And we let it get out of control for a little while. Uh, still, for the most part, I thought we did a lot of good things defensively. Uh, we were really good, loose balls, deflections, causing uh, 
you know, turnovers on that end. Thought we did a good job hunting down rebounds as a team. Uh, Dylan Wusu, you know, forget about his scoring. We'll get to that later. If, if he didn't make a basket tonight, he still would have had an incredible impact on the game. So many small little steals, deflections, uh, loose balls that he got his hands on, smart, heady plays, taking care of the basketball. A great game by him, and he got going on the offensive end. Um, let's take a look at the first half team stats. Guys, thanks again for uh, subscribing to the YouTube channel. Uh, first half, we were up 40, 48 to 37. We were five for 11 from three. That's a, that's a really solid number. That's what got us off to a, was a quick start. I thought was Sue hit a couple of threes, Storr hit a three. Um, and we were taking smart shots overall, 56% from the field. Uh, seven offensive rebounds. We're doing a good job getting ourselves second and third opportunities. Jones and Soriano especially. Curbelo had a few himself too. And then we won, a, won the turnover battle. We win the turnover battle versus teams, and we shoot well from the court. Uh, it's going to be hard to beat us. And as you can see there, 11-point lead going to halftime is uh, where we wanted to be. The only negative I thought was that 50% we allowed from three-point range in the first half. They were four for eight, not great quantity. But like I said, you start letting teams get comfortable with wide-open looks. Those not-so-wide-open looks will begin to be uh, easier shots as well. So we came out of the second half. We pushed it up to 15 or so points. Um, again, I thought Wusu was playing well. I thought uh, – uh, Stanley had a nice moment or two in each half with an offensive rebound in the first half and a pullback, and then a nice uh, dive to the basket, nice find from Cabello for a dunk and a finish. Um, without Soriano on the court, we got to get creative scoring because he has become, you know, rightfully so, a huge uh, gravitational piece of what we do offensively, whether looking to feed him or drawing attention with him just posting up hard without him on the court in that second half for a long stretch. You could see we were struggling to get those easy baskets offensively. Uh, we got to do things a little bit differently there, junking up, uh, perhaps, you know, look to get on the break a little bit more in those situations, attack the offensive glass. Soriano, I mean, I'm sorry, Stanley does a good job in those areas. Um, you know, I like with those two, Soriano and Jones leading us in scoring, I think can be a recipe for us. Obviously, Soriano, uh, we've seen a great improvement from him. And, and Jones, we know his offensive talent. But uh, with our guards' ability to get people involved, I think it will be best for those two guys to lead the way scoring. We'll get ancillary and supplementary scoring production from those two guys, Posh and, and Curbelo, who are both capable of getting double figures, albeit in uh, you know unique ways. And then you got Mathis, you've got Store, you've got Wusu, you've got Pinzone, kind of like a cadre of wings who on any given night can give you 10 to 15 points and do some things for you. Um, we don't have a you know a natural dominant perimeter score. I'm not sure if I'd call Jones that he can score, um, but like a perimeter wing guy, you know, we'll see some in the big East um, like a Pons, you know, some guy who's just a natural scorer from distance who can create off the bounce and finish going to the rim. Um, Jones is as close as we got. He's, he's capable of scoring, but we kind of have to, you know, do it as a collective unit on our team. Um, and I, I think defensively and athleticism wise and pressuring the basketball will be more of the, uh, the staples of our team and offensively will just be a team that, you know, hopefully is able to sneak by without having a pristine looking offense. But I think we're getting better. We saw tonight, you know, when we're sharing the basketball, we've got capable guys who can finish off plays and we're sharing it well. We're taking care of it. Uh, we can score, you know, uh, quite, quite a bit of points. And a 93 against a, a Florida State team, you know, no matter what they are doing, you know, if it's a good year or a bad year, still 93 points against a Florida State team in Florida, that's something to be you know, pretty happy about. Uh, let's take a look at the complete game box score.
Um, for the game, Soriano led us. He had 23 points, 12 rebounds, another double-double. His nation-leading double-double, uh, 10th double-double, five offensive rebounds. That's an awesome number. Uh, he's really just a force down there. Guy's got to put two, maybe sometimes three bodies on him to keep him off the glass, and he just he, he causes a lot of havoc, even if he's not you know, finishing him off with baskets. Uh, his counterpart in the front court, Jones, 16 points. Uh, what I liked most was the other stuff he brought us tonight. Seven rebounds, three assists, three steals, a block. Two for four from three, a nice efficient night, a good all-around game from Jones. Uh, really good to see. And then the backcourt, Corbello, 14 points, six for 11, good night shooting. He did have seven assists and six rebounds, really uh, chipping in in those areas. Only two turnovers, but I think, uh, you know, that second half was more than just those two turnovers. He, he was sloppy. He made some poor decisions. It looked like he didn't care for a few of them uh, until he, you know, got refocused and made a couple of great plays to close the game out. Um, when he's on, he is really, really good, and he's a lot of fun to watch. Seems like he, you know, I've said before, really uh, focuses for the important stuff, the big stuff, the games against the good players and the big moments. And he can get a little bit lackadaisical when, you know, the game is a little out of control and, and you know, not as tight and maybe not as important in that particular moment, uh, which isn't great. You know, we got to work on that. But when he's on, he's on. Uh, Posh, nine points. Four for 10 from the field, one for three from three. I like the fact that he took three threes. He's got to be willing to. And one for three will take that number. Uh, four assists, three steals. Was his normal self being a pest in that backcourt? Caused a few turnovers for some easy baskets in that second half. We were, you know, struggling for a few moments to, to get points in the half court. Um, pretty good overall game from Posh. Still has yet to really look like himself completely on the offensive end. But if we're getting double-digit wins, you know, there's, there's not much to complain about there. Last starter, uh, Mathis, uh, did not have a great game. It was good to see him back and healthy. Four points, one for three from the field, two for two from the line. That one that one field goal was a key field goal in the second half. When Florida State was making a run, um, Mathis had a nice uh, uh, baseline driving finish that kind of stemmed the tide for a second. And, then, of course, he played, you know, good defense for the most part, although he was uh, culpable on a few of those threes that Florida State hit. The bench, got to start with Wasu. Uh, hit two or threes early, made a bunch of other solid plays, had nothing to do with scoring the basketball, five rebounds and assists, some tough plays, a couple of guys bounced off him on a few other ones. He had a nice save on the baseline where it looked like there was no way he was going to uh, end up with it on our end. There was that one play where he was just like holding off the Florida State player with his with his back and one arm while he was grabbing on the ground. Uh, he's just, you know, he's a beast. He's a strong kid. Um, tonight he was extremely heady. He was slowing it down when we wanted to slow it down. He took good shots. He took good care of the basketball. He had a couple of nice passes that didn't lead to assists, um, but he played great. And this is the type of game from Dylan Wasu that reminds us why he is, you know, in the coach's favor and why he can help us win basketball games. Uh, a big physical guard who can do a lot of things. He's always going to get you rebounds. He's always going to have a few assists. He's always going to get his hands on a few you know, deflections, come up with a few steals. And when he's hot on the offensive end, well, he can really help you out. Um, the 25% of you shooting from three, I think it's you know, not indicative of the shooter he is when his feet are set, he's open. I think he's much more, you know, in that 35% range, which is, you know, totally acceptable for an off guard or a wing. Um, Store, I thought he had another nice night defensively, still not getting many deflections or rebounds, but for the most part, aside from that one drive that the guy, uh, Porter State, had him in the baseline where he, we fouled him going to the rim, I thought he did better keeping guys in front of him. He did bury that one three in the first half. Uh, he's a good offensive piece and a guy who's going to help us as we move forward. I uh, firmly believe that. And I, I want to see more of him and I want to see his focus to get him some good shots. Uh, Stanley, like I said, four points, two offensive rebounds, uh, limited minutes tonight, but you know, how can you keep showing up? Soriano off the floor. Um, 
the one negative off the bench, Pinzone, got in early, and he got attacked on the defensive end. Gave up two layups and gave up two free throws when he fouled the guy driving to the rim. So it was in for maybe four to five minutes and gave up six points on Florida State just attacking him. And that's something that we've seen time and time again. If it's not uh, Soriano who's, who's getting attacked in the pick and roll, it's Pinzone, it's it's Store who, who get isolated on the wing and, and get driven by. And, you know, tonight Pinzone didn't have it offensively. Didn't look like he was, you know, very much engaged on the sidelines, unfortunately, in the few glimpses I got. Um, probably frustrated with the fact he didn't get back in the game. But if you give up six points in a close game, you know, early on, it, it just sets the tone and it's hard to get back in the game, especially when Musu and Storr and Mathis are playing well. But it's a long season. We've seen what he can do offensively. We've seen him have an uptick in the tenacity and the physicality department. Hopefully, it continues to improve. But it's going to be a battle. Those four guys all year, it's going to be very interesting to see. Wusu, Storp, and Zona Mathis fight it out for those minutes. But I'm much looking forward to it. Um, team stats to finish out the game. He shot 52% from the field. That's great. 44% from three on 18 attempts. That's great. Not as good as what Florida State did on 19 attempts. They were 11 for 19. 58% that it's just not going to get it done. Um, you know, a 14 point game. Who's to say, you know, if us giving up those shots helped us lead up to that game because we took away what Florida State wants to do, which is going to the rim, it might have had a positive effect early, but it definitely gave them the opportunity to come back in the game. If a couple more of those would have dropped, we could have got to a, you know, a nail biting situation. Who knows? That's the thing with three point shots. A game is never fully out of reach. Uh, with teams' ability to hit those shots, not not obviously not a great sign giving up those those good looks in the second half when you know they were beginning to make those shots. Free throws, um, how about that? Nineteen for twenty three as a team. That's eighty three percent from the field. Let's go look that quick. Soriano was eleven for fourteen from the free throw line. I misspoke earlier. So a great night from him and a guy who should live at the free throw line. Um, and then the ancillary stuff. Nineteen assists. That's a great number for us to. Um, only 11 turnovers, 19 to 11, that will get the job done. And then another uh, small thing that I wanted to add, 15 fouls from us. We can't have teams living at the foul line. And if we want to apply pressure, you know, length of the court, and we want to play inside the paint um, often, we're going to um, need to be selective when we do, you know, uh, have dumb fouls. Like we saw Soriano have a, a foul 70 feet from the basket in the first half. We got to learn from those in those in those times where they don't cost us. You know, that's just a freebie, a foul for one that Soriano could use. And two, they're in the bonus that you're giving them two free points. We're going to foul enough just naturally by applying that pressure. So we've got to be smart and not giving up those dumb ones, those useless ones, those wasteful ones. But not a lot to complain about tonight, guys. Honestly, um, Florida State better than their record. I firmly believe that. Uh, we're 11-1, heading into our second Big East game against Villanova at their place. Not an easy place to win, but this isn't your granddad's or, you know, just our Villanova from years past. And uh, Whitmore's back. He's a hell of a talent. But I like our chances if we play our best basketball. We're going to have to do a lot better job defending three against Villanova. Um, we're going to have to do a lot better job uh, taking care of the basketball. I think they'll probably show that, you know, one-two-one diamonds, three-quarter court press kind of mucks it up, won't let our guards get a full head of steams, won't let us get out and uh, break the pace up. Uh, but, you know, I am thinking of Jay Wright Villanova. I'm not sure if I've seen uh, Kyle Neptune use that one-two-one diamond uh, three-quarter court press. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how they look. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It would be a great opportunity, a great chance to get a nice little uh, token, put that in our pocket, a road win at Villanova to be 2-0 and in the Big East, 12-1 on the season. And then maybe suddenly people will start talking about us a little bit more. 
But from a lake boost, guys, this has been Pat Kane. Thank you for listening to the Redstone Rapid Reaction Podcast. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please follow on uh, Apple or Spotify. Peace.